Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Happy 2023. This is our first episode of the new year. And today we are talking about the who, what, and why of selling. And I'm going to challenge you to think a little differently of how you're selling in your network marketing business. I hope you're blessed by this episode. Let's get going. Hey, mamas, you're listening to the Mom Squad Podcast, a space for moms in network marketing. I'm your host, Melissa Wheelahan. I'm a mom, educator, coach, and trainer. For the past 25 years, I have been a part of network marketing as a stay-at-home mom, a part-time working mom, a full-time working mom, and most recently as an empty nester. And I've learned a thing or two. Do you ever feel like you're trading family time for business time? Have you tried all the things and still don't feel like you're getting anywhere? Are you always wondering where your next customer will come from or feel like the hustle never ends? Are you wanting to lead others but you just don't know how? Well then you have come to the right place. I believe that the most impactful Network marketers show up for their customers and team as their authentic, humble, and real self. So whether you're just starting on your network marketing journey, or you've been in network marketing for a while, or you just need to see things from a different lens, I'm here to help. I'm going to be teaching you how to level up your business through relationships, leadership, and impact. So grab a pen and paper and get comfy because it's about to get real, raw, and authentic. Are you ready? Let's stop the hustle and embrace the journey. Let's go. Okay, let's jump into this. I'm going to try and keep this as short and sweet as simple for you guys, but I got a lot to tell you. Uh, this could have probably been broken into three episodes, but we'll, we'll go with it. So we're talking today about the who, what, why of selling. And I actually did this training for my team, um, I think in November. And so I wanted to share it here with you. I found my notes and I thought this would be a really good one. I've got a lot of episodes coming, but I thought this one would be great for kicking off the new year. So let's talk about who. Uh, One of the things when we talk about sales and customers is really knowing your ideal customer. One of the things I find in our business, and whether you're in network marketing or affiliate marketing, like I'm in affiliate marketing, which means um, my company's a little different. We have an affiliate link that we share with people that they can use, and our company doesn't have... Uh, we don't have any ranks, no quotas, no minimums. So if you sell something, great. If you don't, you're not penalized for that. And so sometimes because there is no um, hustle mentality, which is really nice, it also sometimes can make people a little lazy sometimes, right? Because it's like, it doesn't matter. If I don't do anything, it doesn't matter. If I do something, I'll get paid. So the pressure is gone, which is great, but that can also sometimes be Um, a hindrance. So we work really hard on thinking about who are we targeting when we are selling because again, on my team, we practice authentic selling 
and selling with purpose, right? We do not just show up to just sell and throw spaghetti on the wall and post and pray. So we hopefully take people through an onboarding process that helps them understand that it's not about posting and praying and it's about figuring out who your ideal person is, adding value, and then building relationships to have continued customers. So who is your ideal customer? Who are you selling to? You need to know who you're targeting before you can even start selling. If you are uh, with any kind of company, I don't care what it is, makeup, healthcare, or, you know, health and wellness, clothes, uh, crafting stuff, I mean, jewelry, it doesn't matter. You can't just post every single thing that you sell and expect people to buy. That is just throwing spaghetti up at the wall. There are probably thousands of other consultants that they can go to if they just need something, right? So who is your ideal customer? In order to figure out who your ideal customer is, you really need to be a good listener. You really need to listen. As you're building your VIP group, and you know some people like believe in VIP groups and some people don't. I have a VIP group. I also post a lot of things on my personal page. I know people who have been very successful without a VIP group, so it's really a personal choice. But in my VIP group, that is the holding tank for anybody who wants to know me, who wants to see what I'm selling, maybe has already purchased from me. And so in there, in that group, I get to know those people really, really well. And I need to be a good listener. I need to understand what they need. What is their um, problem that they're having, right? In my group, a lot of the people in my VIP group want like a good deal on clothes. They want uh, outfit inspiration ideas. They want to know how to match things. Um, I want to make sure they know how to take their measurements so that they can order their clothes right. So whatever you're selling, it's really important that you know the need. What do, do they need? If you don't know what they need, ask them. Do some market research in your page. Use hashtag market research. Go out to other groups that maybe you belong to um other like if your ideal customer is moms find some mom groups and put some put some um questions in there what is your for me i might ask what is your biggest challenge when shopping for clothes online or do you even shop for clothes online or what is your biggest obstacle when having to buy new clothes like that would be a good one then i would know what people would need right when we, I want you to think back, those of you who have been in this industry for a long time, I want you to think about home parties. So when I started, I told you I started, you know, back in the 90s, we did it home parties and we were trained to get there, you know, an hour ahead. So you got there an hour ahead, you took you 30 minutes to set up, and then you had 30 minutes to mingle with people. So let's say the party was supposed to start at six. I knew I was not gonna start doing anything until 6.30, right? Because that first 30 minutes was the time that I spent getting to know the people. And then I could reference that. So I could say, oh, Susie, you had mentioned when we were talking earlier, like you have, you know, you don't like to cut onions with your, with your knife, it makes your eyes water. This product I'm gonna show you right now is gonna really help you cut, save time and 
cut your onions without you crying, right? If I was doing in-home clothing parties right now, if I was going to show something that I had, that's not our, that is not our model. We don't, we, we are an online boutique, so we don't do that. But let's just say I was going to do an in-home with clothes and I saw somebody wearing something and I was going to show something, I could be like, hey, Susie, this this uh, shacket right here is a lot like the one you're wearing. I can tell that you like shackets, right? You get to know people when we were in an in-home environment. Even when we were pre-COVID and we were still out with people, and I know we're out with people again, but like it's changed, right? We could get to know people. How are you doing that now? How are you getting to know the people who you're selling to so you can identify your ideal customer. If you didn't listen to um, my episode two, which is redefining your why, you need to go back because I talk about redefining your why and thinking about your impact and who you help. So I'm very clear on the people that I'm helping and I'm very clear on who, what my customer needs, right? And so that for me, lets me pinpoint everything I do. So when I do a post in social media, I'm thinking about that person, right? The first thing I'm thinking about is who is that person? The second thing that I'm thinking about is the what, is adding value, okay? People will buy from you when the value is greater than the cost. So um, think about the last time you bought something. My husband and I, we love to go camping. And so we bought electric bikes. And electric bikes are very expensive. I live in Southern California. It seems like every person has an electric bike. All the kids have electric. They're everywhere. So we're like, let's go look at electric bikes. We can take them camping. Maybe we'll drive them around our neighborhood. And you guys, these things were they were so expensive. I was like, I don't know if I can justify spending that much money on a bike. And I needed to say to myself, where am I going to use it? And my husband's like, we can use it camping. We can drive around the neighborhood. We can take them to the beach. We can use them, like, we can take them everywhere we go. We'll just get the rack. We'll put them in the back of the truck. We can take those bikes anywhere we go. Uh, we've even done things where we know it's going to be really crowded down at the um, the harbor. We don't live that far from, like, 10 minutes from the ocean. So it's going to be crowded. My uncle lives, like, a couple, you know, a couple blocks away. So we'll park at his house, get our bikes, drive down to the water, right? So, like, we know the beach is crowded. We get on our bikes. We put our stuff in there. So I was like, oh, all these things. The, the value of what I was going to get out of the bikes outweighed the cost that I was going to pay. And so we bought the bikes. It added value. So how is your product adding value to somebody's life? What are the multiple uses somebody can can do? If you have if you sell jewelry, what are the multiple ways they can wear that? If you sell skincare, what is the multiple ways or the benefits of what the multiple ways that people can use something? Um, I have a brow liner that I bought from somebody uh, from a friend of mine with a makeup company, and I actually realized the other day I can also use it as a lid liner and an eyeliner if I want to. I'm like, oh, multiple uses on the brow liner. This is awesome, right? People love when they can use things over and over in different ways. Become a problem finder. That's also the what. You've added value, but what is the problem you're trying to solve for somebody? We hear this everywhere. Everybody's talking about this, right? This isn't new information, but really thinking about what problem are you solving? 
Um, are you solving if you're again, if you're in skincare, are you solving the person's, you know, aging skin? If you are in health and wellness, are you helping solve, you know, their weight issue or their their feeling, how they feel, the energy they have? For me, it's how women feel confident in the clothes that they're wearing. What is the problem that you are solving? And then the last what is intentional? Be intentional. I get so many friend requests and the first thing I do, I'm just being honest because again, we're keeping it real here on the mom squad. If I go to somebody's page and all I see is their business, like their wall is flooded with just their business stuff, I won't friend, I won't accept their friend requests. I won't because I want to get to know them as a person. It's very important for me to have a relationship long term. Don't even get me started on the people that just cold message me and send me the like, hey girl, do you want to post something? That, don't even get me started. I'm not even going to say what they say because I don't want to call anybody out, but like don't even get me started. That is not intentional, right? You can be intentional. I have go to, so I will spend time, look, you know, go, when I get a new friend request, I'll go over there. If I accept their friend request, I'll like comment on their wall. I'll look for an intentional post that I can say something about, like, like, oh my, like Christmas time was great. A recipe or Thanksgiving time was great because I was getting a lot of recipes and I recently um, stopped eating dairy. And so I've been looking for a lot of really good recipes. And for some reason, people love to post recipes around Thanksgiving. I picked up so many great recipes. I also have learned a lot of things about people and my friends that I didn't even know I knew, like they raise chickens or they, you know, whatever it is. So be intentional, spend time getting to know the people that you're selling to. And the last why is why do you want to know who your ideal customer is and add value? It's because that's repeat customers. That is repeat customers. And we are going to do an episode on follow-up systems and I'm excited to have that to have that conversation with you guys. But when you know who your ideal customer is and you can add value, that builds trust and people buy from people they know like and trust. And so you want to have trust. Think how hard it is to constantly be looking for new customers instead of nurturing the ones you have. Now, you do need to continually add new customers. I'm not saying you don't, but you have to nurture the ones you have, right? So let's recap. Who? Make sure you know who your ideal customer is. Who are you selling to? What? What are you adding value? How are you finding a solution for their problem intentionally looking for adding value? And three, make sure you understand the why of you're doing this so that you have repeat customers and you can build trust and you can have a business that's sustainable. Okay? Okay, moms, get out there. Go crush it. I will talk to you next week. Get out there. Be brave. Be bold. Be beautiful. Have a great day. Hey, mamas, did you enjoy that episode? I hope so. Who do you know that needs to hear this information? One of the ways you can show your love for the Mom Squad is by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing. And don't forget to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform and tag me at Melissa Wheelahan. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.